Live from our super secret studios above Jacques' flower shop, this is Gerard at Large. Yeah, baby! Good morning, Manchester. Live and local. News, sports, politics, traffic, and weather. Rich isn't afraid to tackle the tough questions. Who told you you can eat my cookies? You talking to me? Yeah, I hear you. You had a question for me. It's all here on the Gerard at Large radio program. Hello? I'm sorry, who'd you say you were? I am your host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Here's Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 1 of Gerard at Large. I am your... You wanted to use that one? All right. I am your... uh, (laughs) Apparently in need of help host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find... Oh, there you go. For standing up for parents. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, Five. I am your... Oh, it's going to be a day host, Rich okay. Gerard. Thanks for day. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Also at GerardAtLarge. Twitter. Twitter. But we encourage you to like us and to follow us because we just want to be loved. So... I, uh, honest yeah. to God. <laughs> well, I like being loved. <laughs> that, uh, oh, I don't know if I'm good. That's Greg Mason, folks. He uh, wandered ah. into the studio this morning. He said, oh, I was up, so I thought I'd come in. Sometimes guest host here of the Trout Large Radio Show. Good morning. I'm overworked and under intoxicated this morning. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You oh, wait, family show. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you used to say you, you saw that on I one of those. I saw the sign. You saw the sign. There's this place out I here. I saw the sign. I think it's called Mast Road Collision. They have some great signs. Yeah, they, they have this uh, sandwich board that they put signs up on, yeah. and uh, I, they must have a book of pithy quotes or whatnot because <laughs> and they change it about once every week, two weeks, depending. It's great. Yeah, there's some. There's yeah. some C- yeah. Catchy. Catchy, catchy. So, uh, yeah, uh, it was a late night. It, was, it really was a dark and stormy night. One of the things that um, uh, uh, got uh, discussed last night that it didn't make the news read, um, but um, the school district got a letter from the State Department of Education. Uh, row yeah. George. Uh, well, there was a two-hour non-public session on that. Uh, <laughs> oh <Uh-oh. laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So the letter is public, though, and I'm, I'm not exactly sure what to do about this because I know if I bring it up on the air, people are going to howl and, and whatnot. But it is a public letter, and it's a follow-up to a letter that the district got uh, back in sep- – uh, not September, April, where a uh, rather detailed list of deficiencies in the district's management of the uh, of its special education programs was – uh, brought to the attention of Superintendent Vargas. How would you like to be Superintendent Vargas, right? He shows up on October 1st, and, well, we can only imagine. Yeah. And so now the 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 district, there was a, a, a meeting. The district uh, was more or less given marching orders on things <clears throat> it needed to do. And uh, the, yesterday we were presented with a letter that um, – detailing the failure of various members of the district's staff to respond to state DOE reminders and inquiries. So I'll leave it there for now because I don't want to be accused of uh, doing something untoward, even though the uh, letter is a public letter. 
Um, we'll just we'll just leave it there for now. How's that? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yeah, Greg, Greg, Greg is reading the letter going, uh-oh. Rut-row, rut-row, rut-row raggy, rut-row raggy. <laughs> Scooby-Doo, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I get, I get uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be one of those days because I. I this is a bureaucratic uh, nudge. <clears throat> Uh, well, yeah. Y- well, that was more than a nudge. Yeah, that's more than a nudge. <laughs> being, being polite. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, so wow. uh, uh, we did come out of non-public session last night, and uh, there was a motion to uh, public motion. So I can say this to uh, authorize Doctor Vargas to take whatever steps were necessary to manage the district ah. and correct the situation. Cool. So. Um, we will see what shakes out there, but um, yeah. So I, I I literally was getting into bed last night by about twelve thirty, which means I am now officially functioning on. I can't say less than three hours worth of sleep because somewhere along the line, all of a sudden, I heard uh, the alarm clock, and my and and the next thing I heard was my wife saying it was four o'clock. So I must have snuck another half hour or so of sleep in there. in there. So I'm thinking what happened is the alarm went off and she hit snooze. Uh, that would explain the coffee drip this morning. Coffee in your, drip? In your arm. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's coming. That's my good friend Jim Gunnett. He's, he's coming in no doubt with a chocolate bar, and I can tell you that that, that ain't going to last long. <laughs> so Jim will be joining us this morning for uh, public safety this week. And then in the eight, 7 o'clock hour, let me see. I have to actually get to the schedule because if I can't see it, I'm not going to read it. Uh, today is Tuesday. So uh, we'll have community connections with the Granite United Way. In the 8 o'clock hour, uh, we will have Kelly Ann Thomas uh, with us. She is a candidate for school board in Ward 12. And then we will wrap up our In the Bullpen series with the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. Um as they come in, we're going to talk about uh, player con- uh, player development contracts today. So it's kind of a uh, discussion we've stumbled onto with uh, Tyler Murray. So we're going to kind of take a look at the inside mechanics and uh, uh, the business model of Major League Baseball and how it uh, develops players. That's going to be interesting. I've often wondered how they're able to survive. You know, they're only open like what four months out of the year down there. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, how do they how do they keep that place going? Well. You know, you would think that that stadium. I mean, it's it's it sits there for eight months of the year, mm-hmm. pretty much. I mean, they may rent it out once in a while, I guess. Yeah, on but, occasion. But yeah, but pretty there's much an event or something that, there. But pretty much it sits there. Pretty much it sits there. But <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, you know, I forget what the average numbers were, but let's just say they they average like four thousand uh, fans a game. Do they? That's good. Times Those are good seventy numbers. games. So they 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 pull in somewhere around three hundred thousand people a year to ball games. But that's that's seventy games. A lot of them are out of town, though, right? No, no. It's one hundred and forty. It's, it's either one hundred and forty or one hundred forty-two season a game season. Oh, so there are seventy or seventy-one home games. Oh, in in the oh, I didn't know yeah. that that yeah. many. Yeah, so there are. Yes. Yeah. Uh, next year, I'll have to I'll have to give you some season tickets. That's cool because I've got four of them. Have you through the adorable radio show? <laughs> ah. Yes, I do. So um, it's a great entertainment. If you go down there, we we were there for the second to last game. And uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah two I, to zero. They won two to zero. I I, I got to uh, I got to a, a few games. So um, 
some I, of their some of their some of the teams that they play against need some work with their names. They played against the Harvard Goat Dogs or no Yard, the no no the Hartford Yard Goats Yard Goats the Yard Goats. Yeah, there's a name that trips right off your tongue. Well, you know uh, this uh, catchy. Who <laughs> came up with that? I know. Let's call them the yard goats. <laughs> well, you know, you've got the flying squirrel. You've got the yard goats. You you have the. Um, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna blank on all of the names yeah, now. But there's some great names. There really are. I think the Fisher Cats are pretty classy. Yeah, that, that's yeah. you know that's better than yard goats. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's the rubber ducks, uh, the Altoona uh, Curve. That's uh, probably the best one. But anyway, uh, so. Uh, returning here, I've got stuff popping up all over my screens. This is going to be a crazy day. So I'm going to be a, probably your ADD host today uh, as I... Um, How uh, rare. Uh, yeah. <laughs> as, I, as I do, the, uh, you know, as I try to get through this. So, uh, oh, and you know, I forgot to grab the list of things to talk about this morning. Want me but, to chase uh, it down? Nah, that's fine. There's a break coming. But I, uh, I do want to... Um, oh, there you go. I do want to uh, continue on the uh, con- the discussion of, of of schools. So, you know, one of, one of the things that I'm really very happy uh, about with uh, Doctor Vargas, um, and I'll tell you, he showed some. He's he's showing his medal. You know, during the discussion, I have to have time to get into this, but during the discussions that uh, during his presentations and at other times last night, he he was publicly calling on the union to be more flexible in uh, helping the district uh, manage some of the, you know, overcome some of the challenges that it has. And, uh, you know, for, for reasons of my, uh, for reasons of my fuzzy brain after three hours of sleep, uh, I, I'm not going to get into particulars, but there, there are very definitely, he said there is, we are so rigid in what we do in some places uh, that it's, it, it's, it's kooky. And so he was publicly making an appeal before the board saying, and, and he was at times praising the union for work that it had done, but he was also uh, you know, publicly saying more or less more needs to be done and there needs to be greater flexibility, particularly when it comes to scheduling. So are we going to see changes if we don't have scheduling, uh, uh, you know, there's a, <laughs> and he walks, hey, that's a, that's that's a yeah <laughs> so but anyway welcome to add Ray. oh and he brought the big chocolate bar Woo-hoo! thanks jim belly up to the bar anyway uh back on where i was see i, I kind of re- you know it's terrible because yeah you can you, you can come in you can hang oh okay you got it all right so Greg's got to go to work, and Jim's coming to the microphone. I mean, we're all over the place here this morning. This is great. All right. Thanks, Greg. Uh, I guess we're not going to have Greg uh, hanging out today. <laughs> but so so Dr. Vargas is um, – uh, but, you know, he's he's publicly making appeals now, and he's really showing his, his uh, sort of his mettle. And what he's what he's really done, folks, and uh, he he has figured out how this district works and how it needs to work. And a lot of the conversations that the board is having, both publicly and privately, are conversations um, that need to happen. 
And so as I kind of stumble into the break that's on its way, I, I just want to say this. For those in the city of Manchester and beyond who somehow think that the school district is a dysfunctional mess, in some ways you are not right, in other ways you are, let's be honest, I would like you to know that Superintendent Vargas is a very um, insightful, deliberate, capable, and skilled superintendent. And if we can muster on an ongoing basis the support he needs to make the changes he sees need to be made, this district is going to stop flocking like a turkey and start soaring like an eagle. This is Gerard at Large. 